Welcome to the Wild Visionary Podcast, where I encourage everybody to tap into that untamed wild part of ourselves, where we can create just like we did in childhood and build and believe in something that maybe nobody else can see right now, but we can step into the identity of being a visionary, a future-focused leader, creator, and entrepreneur. Welcome back for another quota sewed here on a Thursday. And a lot of us are in the midst of our holiday breaks. We're relaxing with family and friends, or maybe you are back to work, you know, whatever, whatever it is for you. I'm just bringing, this is going to be a short and sweet quota sewed. The quote that I'm bringing you is another Melanie Lair quote, which is your best is a wildfire. And that's just it. All of us have this level of spark within us. We have some sort of thing. And I've and I've heard enough conversations and I've been in enough spaces and places at this point where I've heard really raw conversations about how people have been down to a place in their lives where the only thing that they can feel only thing that they feel like they have less is this spark within them that the spark is is dwindled it's really small it's very tiny but they know it's still there and sometimes that is people's guiding lights I remember hearing a story from a woman recently that she was in such a desolate place but she knew that little ember still in there was it, it couldn't die like it couldn't couldn't let that go and she found a way to cultivate it, to bring it and to bring it forward and to not let it go and to find, you know, in her story, she ended up finding religion and that was the thing that saved her. But it's in the recognition that the acknowledgement of the spark or even the ember or whatever is within us that we can feel, right? We can all feel it. We all have it. We all have a light inside of us that's just there glowing, however dim it might be. And recognizing that we don't want to let that go. We don't want to let that go. And if we are able to hold space for that ember and then it becomes a spark and it becomes a little light and it becomes that little flame and it's like we're holding this little candle. And then if we take that, we take whatever thing is sparking us, is lighting us up, is encouraging us, is giving us that space, it becomes a wildfire your best your personal best and I want to acknowledge that because for all the people pleasers perfectionists out there that can become something that is our our quote-unquote best can become something that is a comparison this is not a comparison this is not a look at Susie and Johnny over there and look at their best and I'm not as good as them so my best has to be more no it's in the recognition that your personal best is something that only you can define only you can acknowledge only you can know what that is what your limits are what feels good to you not forced not in a place where it's hurting you or others, you know, and not in some sort of dramatic way, but sometimes we're just hurting ourselves because we're not acknowledging our physical needs for rest. Your personal best gets to be something that you acknowledge and design and learn how to feel into. 
But as you acknowledge and learn that and play around, and a lot of times understanding what our personal best is, is crossing the line of what our personal best is into the not taking care of ourselves category. And then looking back and saying, wow, I wasn't showing up as my best then. I really wasn't. I pushed myself too hard. It was like for me in the creation of the co-working space, I pushed myself too hard. I, at the end of that, was really, really pushed physically, mentally, and emotionally past, you know, a breaking point to bring that into fruition and to create it. And I can look back and say, wow, that wasn't my personal best. I could have done that differently. I could have designed the way that I created that differently. And so sometimes learning what your best is, is a uh, trial and error experience. But I want to acknowledge that when you're able to tap into that, into your best, into your most alive, into your most creative, into your taking that ember spark light and, and allowing it to grow, that's a fucking wildfire, baby. That is a wildfire. That is you spreading your love, joy, creativity, passions, everything you're capable of doing. And and just, just for a moment, imagine that, right? Imagine visually what a wildfire is like, you know, that it starts with a small fire it starts in a small place and then it starts to gather and gain momentum and speed and it and it gets to other brush and other sticks and other trees and other things and it keeps gathering momentum and momentum and momentum and the gathering of the momentum isn't from that original spark original flame trying really hard to get it bigger right? That wildfire isn't like slamming itself to make it happen bigger. It is just existing and did the the work initially, you know, and continues to maintain the work because it's still existing as the fire. But that when we're at our best, that's how things spread. That's how our love spreads. That's how our message spreads. That's how what we're offering the world spreads. And, I, and you can see it so clearly, even if you aren't 100% of how you read energy or what that looks like, you can often see it very clearly in terms of if you go onto the internet, interwebs, as I often say, and you're up on the interwebs and you can see and you see somebody post something and it feels kind of mm, icky off to you, that's because they're not being in their personal best, they're being in their pushing best, right? They're being in this like, I need to make this happen best you know and it it's not the wildfire it is them trying to navigate and like I said not right or wrong we all have to learn the lessons in the time we learn the lessons but it's them taking their spark and trying to like force the wildfire (laughs) the wildfire can't be forced it's in the allowing of the wildfire it's in the recognition that you are the wildfire that you exist as the spark and the ember and the wildfire all in one. And when you are moving from the place of the pure potential within you, of that pure love within you, of that pure giving within you, of that pure offering to the world, what you were designed to be, it takes off. It's like the people that like 
you know, J.K. Rawlings, who, you know, was a single, I think she was a single mom and she was really, really struggling. And she just had these ideas and these these things that just came from her, from her little spark, her little ember. And she just started writing them and putting out there and all of a sudden her ideas spread. It's because J.K. Rawlings wasn't sitting there in that cafe writing, you know, Harry Potter thinking, I must make this into a wildfire. I'm going to force this into a wildfire. No, she was honoring what she was, who she was. And there's so many examples like that. It's just in the honoring of what your inherent nature is. You are the fire. You are there and honor what that, that creativity and that spark is. So, you know, I always say these are going to be short. This was not even that short, friends. But your best is a wildfire and you are the fire. So how can you extract more? How can you extract more of that pure potential and creativity, that that pure fire within you, without attachment it to becoming a wildfire, with just the recognition that it, in the element, you're, you are the element you are that inherently and the size of your fire, it doesn't always have to be, you know, taking down entire forests, but that it could be a really good bonfire. It could be a small wildfire. It could be whatever it's meant to be for you and trust the impact that you are here to offer the world will come through you honoring the element of fire within you. Much love. Thank you for listening. And if this episode really resonated with you, if you had some aha moments or, oh my gosh, then please share this episode with a friend who could really benefit from listening and give us a five-star review telling us how this episode may change your life. Wanting more? There's more than one way to work with me right now. The first is my form and flow, two hour, one-to-one, very, very unique goal setting session. So if you're wanting to do something different in 2024, you're wanting to design, be the architect of your next year and find a way to create the form around it with the flow of creativity and the expansion bigger than you could possibly imagine. This is not your run of the mill, smart goals, goal setting. This is something you've never experienced before and will help you shift it in a way that is very, very true to you. I welcome you to that program. And the other thing is I still have spots available one-to-one. So if you're interested in one-to-one coaching with me, please go into the link in the show notes and we will radically shift so many things in your life over the next six months to a year. Much love.